Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bike Talk. My name is Terry Toop, and today's show is called In the Trenches. Today's show will discuss the top 10 college football teams, Division 1A. And we're going to talk about the usual, you know, cast of characters that were in, that's in the upcoming college football season. We're going to talk about the top 10 teams, all right? This is the list of compiled by ESPN, CBS, you name the site, CNN, all of them. So the, all the prognosticators, all the former football players, college football players, you know, Kirk Street, Desmond Howard, the guys at CBS, um, they all have something to say. So this is just a combination of the top 10 teams um, in America. And we're going to discuss some of the players, the main players are on there, some of my Heisman uh, trophy nominees, some have won the Heisman, so we'll talk about them also. And we're gonna make some changes in the schedule on um, starting September 10th. I will be doing the show on Saturday, probably around 12, 1 o'clock, because of the Sunday shows, NFL football. I don't wanna be in competition with that juggernaut, which is called the NFL. I think that would be a good idea, so. But uh, we'll keep that in mind. But yes, we're going to do shows starting on Saturday. We might do some on Friday night, Friday evening, but more, more than likely, we'll do shows on Saturday between 12 and 1 o'clock. Not that time, right? So, and let's see what else. That's nothing else. So we're going to bring things down to a crescendo now. All right. And we're going to get the show started. All right. And all right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Terry Toot, like I said in the beginning of, of the intro. And today's show is called In the Trenches. And we're going to talk about the upcoming college football season. It, may, it started last night, believe it or not. So some teams did play. Uh, North Carolina won. Uh, who else? There was a couple of the scores there out there. I can read them off to you real quick. Okay, so we're going to go to yesterday's games uh, that occurred. Uh, let's see. Hope everyone's doing good out there in, in the motherland and out there in America. So let's see what we got here. We're going to try to find those scores from last night. Okay, so yesterday's games. Let's see what we have. Okay. I know it's some scores because I won't. Watched the game uh, last night. It was North Carolina played Florida, Florida AMU, FAMU. They played them, beat them up pretty good. We'll we'll get to that score just to be on the safe side here. I know they played because I watched a little bit of it myself. So let's get in here. Scores. Okay, they're not being kind here. But, yeah, there were some football games on last night. And let's see. Let's see. We'll look that up for everybody real quick. And yes, hope everyone's having a good weekend. So far, so good here. No complaints. Nothing. Didn't do anything exciting this weekend. Nah, just a blah day. Okay, so North Carolina won last night, 56 to 24. From on this stand is that... Uh, Florida A&M was short-staffed teams. I mean, short-staffed short some players because some were not eligible and some were transfers. They didn't get the transcripts in time. 
but they still played the game and the school got $450,000 for traveling to North Carolina. So that was good for a historically black university to get that $450,000 from the University of North Carolina. Uh, like I said, the game was kind of close, but then North Carolina is too big, too strong, and you know how the story goes. They tried to be David Goliath, and I think Goliath beat him up pretty good. <laughs> All right, so... But uh, like I was saying in the intro earlier, that we will be doing our podcast on Saturdays. We'll do a, we'll do the podcast on Saturdays because I did not want to be in competition with the NFL on Sundays, which I think every everyone's got a program now. Podcasts, I don't care. They have a show on NFL. I think Mike Francesa still does one. Uh, CBS has their guys doing shows. Uh, you name the person. They have a show, an NFL show, and I don't want to be in competition with them. Then you got to worry about the pregame show going on ESPN. Uh, who else has one? Um, then uh, Fox does their pregame show, which is the best in the network. I don't care. Anyone says the best pregame show is on Fox. Much as I hate that network, their pregame show is excellent. You got Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, who else in there? Michael Strahan. And the little guy who does the uh, split-second reporting, Jay Glazer. And Kurt Menefee is the host. He does uh, sports for Fox in New York. Okay, I know that long ago. He's been doing that for years. But uh, pregame show is the best. Fox is the best. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Anyone after that? CBS? Huh? All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. They're not fun like Fox's. Fox's got a great show, great pregame show. Uh, ESPN's is not as good, okay? I think they got second-tier people on there compared to guys that are on Fox and then CBS, okay? NBC doesn't have one because they only do the games on Sunday night, so they don't have a pregame show. They do, but it's not until later. And I think that is... Who's doing it this year? Who's in the studio? I forgot who's in there. Um, not Bob Costas. What's his name? I can't think of the person, but it'll come around. And Tony Dungy's on there too. Rodney Harrison. And I forgot who's the host, but not important. So um, anyway, so let's get back to NCAA uh, college football. I think it's the greatest time of the year. Uh, starting college football, and like I said, there were some games played yesterday. They didn't want any of the top 10 teams or top 25. Um, I think, like yesterday, there was a game between Nebraska and Northwestern. That was in Dublin, Ireland, and both the schools got paid for going out there. Uh, it was a decent game, okay? Nebraska really should have won. They were up by up by 11. They ended up losing by three. Go figure. They, they're just just snake bit in that team i mean how do you lose a game you're up by 11 and you get you're throwing the ball all over the place come on people scott frost you should know better you played there you should have controlled that game first downs first downs first downs your quarterback isn't really that good he got he was hot in the first half in the second half he just went to kaputs you know so anyway so let's start talking about the these upcoming teams so it's going to be the usual people, all right? So number one ranked is Alabama. They ended up 13-2. and two. They lost to uh, Georgia in, a, in a college football playoffs. 
Georgia's had just had nothing. And then Alabama players were breaking down. Uh, one wide receiver tore ligaments in his knee. Another guy broke his leg. It was a mess in that game. And they were still winning. That's the thing about it. They were up in that game. It's just that uh, I think uh, Georgia knew they were breaking down. And sure, sure and behold, and it happened. So it, it was a good game. Georgia won the national championship. They deserved it. And I feel like uh, Georgia is not going to be as good as they were last year. I can tell you that right now. They're nowhere. They're, they're not going to be that good. Okay. So let's get to it. So Alabama is ranked number one in the country. They bring back Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young. And they have a Heisman candidate on the team, Will Anderson linebacker. This guy is a freak of nature. Okay. I don't know how Saban does it, how he gets these five and four star ball players. Some of them have waited two years to play. And they come out gangbusters. So I don't know what he's doing, what he's saying, but he's got a winning program in Alabama. I hate to say this. He's got a better program than Bear Bryant when he was coaching at Alabama. Okay? So we're going to get to the schedule in just a minute. Bear with me, people. We're going to get to the Alabama. Alabama does have a, I'm not going to say a difficult schedule, but a schedule that's going to keep them on their toes. Okay? So let's get to their schedule here. I had it up a minute ago. This just happens. This new technology thing here. So let's get to the schedule. And I know they have a game next week against Utah State. They should be able to pummel, pummel them to the ground. Okay. But the following week on September the 10th, they have to go to Austin and play the University of Texas. I still think Alabama will beat them. But because the game is in Texas, it's going to be close. That's going to be a close, close game. So I I still think they'll win, but it's going to be a close game. Uh, Texas is two years away easily. Uh, I guess Peyton Manning's nephew is going to go play football there next year. So that's a whole new story that's going to get ugly there too because the kid they got there now, his quarterback, uh, he was recruited to play at, matter of fact, he went to, Ohio State, then any light, transferred back home to Texas, and now he's going to be starting quarterback. He's only a freshman. He's sophomore, excuse me. He'll be a sophomore this year. So he has at least another year of eligibility. But what Peyton Manning's uh, nephew coming in is going to cause some major, major stinking air. You know what I mean? So let's look at Alabama's schedule here. They got a real crazy schedule. Let's see. Alabama. Okay, Alabama will play Texas at Texas. That's a big Fox game. And then the schedule levels off. They go, yeah, University of Louisiana, Monroe, then Vanderbilt. And then the game, I think, that's going to give them some problems. They have a game on October 1st versus Arkansas. Arkansas's got some big, strong boys there, okay? So that's going to be a tough game. Then they have Texas A&M at home. Then they got to go to Tennessee. Tennessee is no slouch either. Okay, Mississippi State, they like to throw a ball over the place. They have a game at LSU. Wow. And then the schedule starts to level off, and then they'll get uh, Auburn as the final game. So they have they have a try, they have a schedule that's not uh not full of cupcakes this year. So 
if they come out of there unscathed, they're national champions. I don't get, I don't care what anyone says. If they come out here with zero losses, zero losses, they deserve a national championship because that is not an easy schedule they have. Okay. So that's a schedule. That is a tough schedule. All right. So let's go to number two. Ohio State. Now, this team is stacked this year. They are really, really stacked, Ohio State. Wow. I saw them last year in the Rose Bowl against Utah, and their main wide receivers refused to play because upcoming NFL draft, they want to risk any injury. So they had, they're running with second string, third string wide receivers. They're getting their butts kicked by Utah. And all of a sudden, these guys, the second or third string is playing like their first string. They came back and won that game. And let me tell you, these guys are no joke. One of the ball players on that Ohio State team, their quarterback is nasty, okay? The guy can throw a tight spiral through a, through those big, big, big uh, offensive linemen. He's a spinner. You can look at the rotation on that spiral on that football. It looks like it's coming for you, and it's tight. The quarterback is uh, C.J. Stroud. He is for real, people. I'm telling you, the kid's got a cannon arm, and his accuracy is deadly, okay? The receiver that I'm talking about is Jackson Smith, uh, Nijiba. This kid, he, uh, he had, ready for this, 347 yards receiving in the Rose Bowl. Then you got Marvin Harrison's son, Who's on the other end catching for another hundred something? And these guys were second and third string wide receivers. Now these guys, hey, they got that chip in their shoulder. You cannot stop us. Ohio State has enough offense on that team. They could they could play anybody in the country. Only thing is their defense is suspect. They're giving up points and yards. Okay. So they gotta get that corrected. But they have a dynamite offense. I mean, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And then we're going to look at their schedule. It's not as tough as Alabama's. That SEC, let me get something straight. The Southeastern Conference is the best conference in America. Remember, let me repeat that again. The Southeast Conference is by far the strongest. You got more NFL draft picks coming out of the conference than any of them, any of the top ones in America. All right? So let's look at their schedule real quick at the, at the, oh, let's see. Ohio State schedule. This is what it looks like. Okay, they play right out from the door. They had Notre Dame at home. That's going to be getting, that game is at the shoe in Ohio State. So that's going to be a tough game. They have some cupcakes, Arkansas State, Toledo. Wisconsin has a running game. They always had these big, giant offensive linemen, and they have a bruising back on their team. Excuse me. And they're, they're tough. They're just big, strong guys. Uh, they should be able to win that game. That's a home game for them. They should be able to beat Rutgers. They have a game at Michigan State. They should be able to beat Michigan State because Michigan State lost a lot of guys. Their offense is spectacular uh, for Ohio State. They should win. Iowa's going to be a tough game. They got a game at Penn State, at Northwestern. Northwestern won yesterday. They came from behind. Indiana should be. They're going to pummel Maryland. And then the final game of the year, uh, the game, the rivalry game against Michigan. So I see them. I can see them losing one game. If not, if they come 
unscathed from this schedule, they deserve a national championship. Okay? But the only thing I'm game I'm worried about for Ohio State is the Penn State game. That's up in uh, Happy Valley. All right? So the next team we're going to talk about is Georgia. Georgia lost a lot of guys from their team. A lot of them went to the NFL. And like I said, uh, Kirby Smart was an assistant for Nick Saban at Alabama for, for a bunch of years. And now he's running the team. He was right on the cusp of being in Alabama. He was just right there, right there. And finally, in the championship this year, I mean, yeah, he will say this year in January, they finally did it. So they have a really good team. and But they're not as strong as they were last year. I will say that. And they, um, that quarterback, what's his name? Stetson Bennett the fourth. He's a little guy, but, man, he gets the job done. Okay, we're going to look at this schedule real quick. So, out the gate, they have a game against Oregon. So, that's going to be a good game. Okay? Sanford, they should win. At South Carolina, should win. Kent State, blowout. Missouri, blowout. Auburn, eh, I don't know. Auburn's been – Auburn's a mess over there right now. They should be able to beat them. Vanderbilt, eh, they should be able to beat them. And it's at – in Georgia. Florida, um, this is the game where they had the – and they, they have in Tallahassee. That's going to be a tough game because Florida's got some ballers. Tennessee has some ballers this year. And then um, Mississippi State. Kentucky has a very good team. Uh, they got to, they got a quarterback who doesn't give a damn. He's going to throw that ball all over the place. So your safeties and your corners got to be ready because that quarterback will run or throw that ball all over the place. And then final game versus Georgia Tech. All right, so... Yeah, so Georgia's looking good. I mean, uh, yeah, they 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 got lost a lot of personnel on that team, so they're ranked number three in the country. Fourth ranked team is Texas A and M, and I think Texas A and M has a good team. They're not ready for Alabama. They beat them last year, okay, but I don't think they're in the class of an Alabama. Um, so let's look at their schedule real quick, real quick. Okay, they got a cupcake schedule first. Let me take that back. Sam Houston, they can beat. Appalachian State, don't fall asleep on these guys, okay? We have seen them play the big boys, okay? I mean, one year they played uh, Michigan up in Ann Arbor. They went up there and stole that game. They were blocking kicks, field goals, everything. These cats were nasty, man. They had to go on like a double overtime. But, man, these guys were good. Don't fall asleep, Appalachian State. Okay. They have University of Miami. Uh, Jimbo's got his hands full. And that's a nine o'clock game on ESPN on the 17th of September. They have Mississippi State. They're going to throw a ball. They have that game at Alabama, at South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida. Auburn, UMass, hell, they better put at least 50 on them. Two nickels. And then they game at LSU. All right. So this is Jimbo Fisher's got a pretty good team. So I'm just gonna read what they're saying. Uh they said injuries slowed down the Aggies in 2021, but AM still upset then number one Alabama. Um uh, they got a new D, uh defensive coordinator at DC. And you know, they'll have a strong offense, a strong defense. Uh, they have a new quarterback, uh, Max Johnson. 
and you know they're expected to to do good. So I can see them losing three games. The Alabama game, they're not going to win that one. Miami's going to put up a fight, and that's in Miami, so they're going to put Appalachian. Excuse me, that game is at home against Miami, so they should be able to win that one. Appalachian, Appalachian State's going to be a problem. Mississippi State, they could win. Uh, South Carolina they should be able to win. Florida is Florida's going to be a problem. That might be a problem, and and LSU. So I said three three losses. Okay, two three losses. Okay, you guys okay? Fifth ranked team in the country is Notre Dame, and Notre Dame lost to Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl, but they got a good team. I did hear recently a ball player from them got hurt, and they have one crazy schedule too. So let's go and look at their schedule real quick, and let's see Notre Dame. Now it's weird. They had their big TV contract with NBC, but yet they're allowed to play in the ACC, but the rest of I, I I don't understand that. Let me see. No, Notre Dame's not even in here. Let's see. They're still independent in football, but eventually they're going to have to go to a league. They might have, have all that money, but uh, they, uh, they're eventually going to have to go to a super team, a super conference. So let's see not here. So let's try one more place and we'll get there. So here we are. Here we got the schedule right here. So Notre Dame's got a big tight end that's really good for them. I saw him play last year. He's good. He's real good. Okay, so Fight Irish and Notre Dame. That big game with Ohio State. They have Marshall, uh, Cal. Uh, they go to North Carolina, BYU, Stanford, UNLV, Syracuse, Clemson, at Navy, Boston College, and then USC. Oh, oh my God. Notre Dame, if you, I'm telling you right now, if you come out of here with one loss, I'm kicking Ohio State and put you guys in here because this. Somebody's not kind to you guys because you got a crazy schedule. And they had a record 11 and 2 last year. That's really good. Um, they have a new coach, Marcus Freeman. He'll be taking over for Notre Dame. Got some transfers in from uh, Northwestern, uh, Brandon Joseph. And, and they have defenses in Isaiah Fos- Foskey. And they have a good defense, but they have a grueling schedule. Somebody is not kind to Notre Dame. All right. I think that's because they got their big contract with NBC. So majority of them, I think like almost all Notre Dame games are on NBC. They have that one con they have a contract. I don't know how they were able to finagle that, but all of the all of their games are on NBC. Just at school. Go figure. Because they're Notre Dame. They can do that. All right. Next school is ranked number sixth is Utah Utes. Okay. Uh, this team, they're saying that it could win the uh, Pac-10, Pac-12, excuse me. And they're favored to win the Pac-12, but USC's got some balls that will be coming in this year. But they have a quarterback by the name of Cameron uh, Rising. I saw him play against Ohio State. I just think Ohio State was just too much for them. 
and they lost that game. But they have a running back, Tavion Thomas, 21 rushing uh, touchdowns. They're saying that they lost some people, but you never know. Team like this, unpredictable. They could come back. All right. Ranked number eight is Oklahoma State. All right. The Cowboys. And let's look at their schedule. Uh, they're in the Big 12 still. And let's see. I'm going to go back here. Okie State. We're going to find out Oklahoma State. And let's see. They're still in the Big. I don't even know what school conference is what anymore. <laughs> Big 12. Here we go. Oklahoma State. Their schedule is as follows. Central Michigan, Arizona State. That's a terms team. Um, Herm Edwards, that's his team. So they can't, that game is in Arizona. I mean, excuse me, at home, Arizona State. So that's going to be a tough game. They will probably win it, but it's going to be a fight. Arkansas Pine Bluff, that should be a W. Baylor will give them problems. That tech, Baylor. Texas Tech, they should win. TCU. Uh, Gary Patterson left. So I don't know who's the new coach is there. So they, uh, that's that TCU. That's a dangerous game. They should win. Texas, that's going to be a fight. Kansas State at Kansas, at Kansas State. Iowa State is not a pushover. Okay. Then you got Oklahoma, which is not going to be pretty because that game's in Oklahoma. And then your final game at home against West Virginia. I can see three losses here. Easily. Uh, yeah, so uh, they lost to D.C. Uh, his name was Jim Knowles. He went to Ohio State. So other than that, it's basically the same team as last year. Okay. Next is Wolverines, well, University of Michigan. Okay, let's check them out. And we'll look them over. And then the Big Ten. They haven't decided who's going to be the quarterback. I was hearing that today on the ESPN. They haven't decided who's going to. So one guy would take over one week. One guy would take the following week. Coach is going to make a decision that that third game, who's going to be the uh, who's going to be the starting quarterback. So we'll see. Michigan goes through this. They never are set on a quarterback. Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like that, but I guess Harbaugh's calling the shot. So, okay. So Michigan State's first uh, opponent will be Colorado State, and that game is on ABC. Then they uh, play Hawaii, UConn, and then Maryland. So they basically got a cakewalk for four weeks. Then they have to go to Iowa, Indiana, and they got Penn State. Which is not, no way. Penn, that's a tough game. Uh, and after that, they got Rutgers. They should blow them out. Nebraska, they should beat. Illinois, they should beat. And then the rivalry game, Ohio State. Some, you know, I'm saying two losses again. Okay, two losses. So, like I said, K. McNamara and J.J. McCarthy. Jim uh, Harbaugh said it was start. He's going to start uh, McNamara first week and then McCarthy the second week, and then he'll make a decision who's going to be the permanent starter. All right. Wake Forest. Okay. I've heard stories about the quarterback on this team. 
Uh, Sam Hartman took a leave of absence. It had nothing to do with football. I just hope the young man uh, comes back stronger than ever. Um, out of respect for him and his family. Uh, that's what I saw. I heard on ESPN. So he took a leave from the team and wishing the best. I hope he comes back and play football. Um, and, you know, we just want if you're having problems, you know, he's just taking some time off from football. And I'm glad. I'm happy for him. All right. So let's see what we got here on this schedule. So the first game of the year for them is Thursday night, September 1st. And that'll be against VMI, Virginia Military Institute. And then they got at Vanderbilt, Liberty, Clemson. That's not going to be a pushover. And at Florida State, versus, then they have Army, Boston College, NC State, excuse me, Boston College, Louisville, NC State, North Carolina, Syracuse, and then final game of the year is uh, at Duke. So there's a team I did skip, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry about that. Uh, that is Clemson Tigers, okay? Look at their schedule real quick. They are in the ACC. As is Wake Forest. So Clemson had kind of like a down year last year. You knew it was going to come. But, okay, so Clemson. So what they had saying here, Brent Venables at D.C. is gone. He's at Oklahoma now. And they lost their offensive coordinator. He's at Virginia now. Um, They still have... The quarterback, DJ Ugalile. Um, he was real inconsistent, but when he backed up Trevor Lawrence, he was he was dynamic. So I don't know what happened in a year's time that he got terrible. Okay. So Clemson's number seven. Okay. So and like I said, their schedule is, you know, their schedule is as follows Georgia Tech, Furman, Louisiana Tech, Wake Forest, NC State. Boston College, Florida State, Syracuse, Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina. Two losses. I can see that with Clemson. Two, three losses. No more. The schedule's decent. I mean, there's nobody out of conference that sticks out. I mean, no. No. I don't see that here, people. So, but yeah, there's other teams that are out there in uh, college football, but I just decided to make you know make the list small to the top ten, you know the top ten. So you're gonna hear about them on TV. So why the hell not? You know what I mean? You know you got your Alabama's, Ohio State. You you got all those teams that are gonna be out there, and there's gonna be competing every week. And if you watch any of the games on ESPN or on uh, Fox, the games are so exciting. I mean, unbelievable. I, I, I'm sitting right here. I don't have a allegiance to any of these teams out here, but the games are very exciting. I mean, and especially the kids down south, uh, in the southern areas, like South Carolina. I mean, this SEC, uh, Southeastern Conference, has by far the best football conference in the country. The majority of your draft picks, Southeastern Conference, and they don't have any NFL teams down there. Um, unless you're close to Tennessee, okay? That area, been that Nashville. But other than that, there's nothing in Alabama, nothing in Mississippi. So this is their basically their Super Bowl when they watch when they see when they have football games at home. It's beautiful. And one day I'm gonna try and make it down there to a football game. But I looked at tickets for Alabama. Woo! 
I need two credit cards for that game. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to end the show on this note, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everyone has a safe, a very, very, very safe holiday. Labor Day holidays, uh, if you're not going anywhere, just chill in the backyard, whatever, at home, you know, kick back and just get some rest because it is a Labor Day, you know. I don't know. We, so that day we just, for labor, we take a break and just chill. And I myself, I'm going to barbecue a, what am I going to cook? I'm cooking a beef round for the first time. So I'm going to cook that. It's friends coming over. We're going to just going to kick it in the backyard, listen to music, eat food, talk smack. And we'll be watching college football like everybody else the whole entire weekend. So, but I, like I said, I will be coming back on Saturdays between the hours of 12 and one o'clock. Haven't decided. Like I said, I'm not going to do any more shows on Sundays for a long, long, probably till after NFL season, because I don't want to be in competition with them. It's just too much. Everyone's got a podcast that's geared towards the NFL. Then you have, like I said, Mike Francesca still does a football show. All these former players are doing football shows now. Uh, and then you have pregame shows. And I love the pregame shows. Like I said, Fox has got the best NFL pregame show in America. So other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say goodbye. I hope you enjoyed your summer. And we will get together on September the 10th. If I'm looking at my clock right, I think September the 10th. I think September the 10th is a Saturday. Yes, it is. So we will be together. We will be, uh, come back on air on the 10th of September. We're going to talk about things I did over the weekend, watching some college football, and we'll get back to our main segment of information technology show next week. We'll talk some football, though, but our main topic will be get back to the information technology and latest and greatest that are coming out and that's basically it. So I just want to say thank you again, everyone. Have a very, very, very safe holiday. Good luck and be well. Take care, everybody. <laughs>